Welcome back to Over the Border, episode 21. The trade deadline is behind us. The NHL playoffs are ahead of us. Baseball's back. March Madness is in full swing. I'm in a great mood tonight. Kyle, Ryan, how are you guys doing? Kyle, we'll start with you. I'm also in a pretty good mood. You know, I've won five straight lock of the week. It's not a big deal. Give it up to me. Um, but yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. Obviously, we got the sweet sweet 16 right around the corner. Looking forward to that. And as you mentioned, NHL playoffs soon to come. Very fired up about that. Ryan, how are you doing? Absolutely fantastic mood. United doesn't play for two weeks because of the international break. It's an absolute morale booster, to say the least. But yeah, sweet 16 coming up. March Madness. Excited. MLB season's just around the corner. And we've got, and we've got Team Canada versus Costa Rica where... They could go and qualify for Qatar. Before we get into this week's episode, I'll give you guys a quick recap of picks. Not a great week for the boys overall. I went three and three. I'm at forty-eight point six percent overall. Ryan went two and four. He's forty-seven point one percent overall. And Justin went four and four, fifty point four percent overall. Nine eleven as a pod last week, and we are forty-eight point nine percent overall. But let's get into this week's episode. All right, we're going to begin as per usual with Coast to Coast recapping news from across Canadian sports. A lot to unpack as the deadline happened, the Sens, the Habs selling, the Leafs had some pretty big additions, but we're going to start as per usual with the West Coast, the Vancouver Canucks. They're sitting at 30-26-8. They dumped the Hamannick contract onto the Sens for a third rounder. Edmonton acquired Brent Kulak from the Habs. They're sitting at 35-24-5. The Flames, to my knowledge, didn't really do anything on trade deadline day. They brought into Foley, obviously, via trade uh, a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago. I don't even remember at this point. It's all a blur. Uh, but they did make a small deal for future considerations with the Sens. I don't know what that was all about. They're sitting at 38-17-8. The Jets... 30, 24, and 10, and they sent Andrew Kopp to the Rangers. And then the Sens are 22, 36, and 5. They traded, unfortunately, they traded Nick Paul, but we got Matthew Joseph in return. So, you know, he's a young guy. He's got a lot of speed. Doesn't really produce any more than Nick Paul. So we'll have to see who uh, won the deal. He got smoked yesterday against the Islanders, and Nick Paul scored. So, Quite the opposite debuts for those boys. Um, and as I mentioned, Hamannick, the newest member of the Ottawa Senators, and the Sens finally said, see you later, Josh Brown. Sent him to Boston for Zach Sinitian. Um And there's a, there a pick swap as well. But Interesting story about Zach Sinitian. He's from Ottawa, I know that. So I assume you knew him or know him. So he went to John McRae Secondary School and in fact gave me a concussion playing intramural soccer so deep down i have a low-key hatred for him that's tough it sounds like you're just a pussy well you know <laughs> he's two twice you know he was probably four times my size i was in grade 10 so this guy's in grade 12 just getting ready for for the o and absolutely decides to body me head first slam onto the gym floor all i remember jim went silent that's a tough foul? tough bounce oh i had to be a foul yellow card red card out of the game Dunzo. 
All right, can't well, touch twi- can't touch twigs like that. Moving along to the Toronto Maple Leafs, they're 39-18 and 5. Uh they acquired Mark Giordano from the Seattle Kraken, so kind of bolstering up their back end and they tried to pick up Harry Sateri, gold medalist with Finland this year, Tendi, uh but of course he was playing pro so he had to clear waivers, I believe. I'm not exactly sure how the rule works, but he was claimed by um, the Arizona Coyotes, so tough bounce for the Leafs trying to help out net, and they got cucked. Finally, we've got the Montreal Canadiens, who were finally at a point where I can't really just rip Ryan because the Sens are right there with him, but the basement of the league, the Habs, 17, 36, and 10, they sent Lekkanen to the Avs, and as mentioned last week, Sherratt gone, um, and Kulak to the Oilers. But that's about it for the uh, the major headlines, we'll say, uh, for the Canadian NHL teams. Um, but let's get into some picks. Uh, Kyle, what do you have in the National Lacrosse League? Well, I'm bringing it back. I took a week off last week. We're 4-3 and three overall, hoping to get some more winners this week. I've got two plays, both plus money. First, we're going with Buffalo Moneyline plus 100. And then we got Calgary Moneyline plus 110 in the NLL this week. And uh, staying in a lesser-known league, I guess we could say, not one of the big four, you boys both have some MLS picks. Ryan, what do you got? We're diving back into the Farmers League. We didn't get off to a hot start last week, but we're just it's we're diving in for the first time. I'm not like Kyle here who's a goaded NLL, but we're going back to the bread and butter of the MLS, both teams to score. Charlotte versus Cincinnati. Charlotte's game last week versus New England. I don't know if anyone saw the video. The crowd looked electric. Almost kind of European style, kind of impressive, especially out of Charlotte. But give me both teams to score. Cincinnati's a fairly decent team in the MLS, a new team also. But in their last two games have been 3-1 and 2-1. So they, you can say that they're in recently in good form. And Charlotte at home, just expect goals, expect a fiery game. And then my second pick is on Sunday, Timbers versus Orlando. Head-to-head, this has hit uh, over two and a half. Head-to-head, this has hit uh, four of the last six games. So I'm just, I don't usually take head-to-head, but for this, I think I'm just going to ride with the trend. Give me over two and a half in the Timbers game. I'm also going to be piggybacking Ryan's Charlotte, both teams to score play. I don't know a lot about the MLS, but I did see the video Ryan was referring to. The stadium's electric, and for that reason, I'm going to ride with it. All right, I love it. It's it's kind of it's kind of like me doing an NHL towards you guys. It's <laughs> exactly, kind of reverse this time. I love it. Okay, well, let's jump into a little bit of trade deadline recap. We're not going to go through everything because there were a lot of trades, and you know, it was on Monday, so you probably already heard it by now. But uh, there's a bit of a Evgeny Dadnov scandal. He uh, was traded from the Vegas Golden Knights to the Anaheim Ducks. However, Ottawa didn't disclose that Dadanoff had a no, modified no-trade clause. Anaheim was on the list. And if it was announced today, I believe, that uh, Kyle, correct me if I'm wrong, because you're the one that told me this, but that um, the trade was voided and that wow. um, the Knights actually kind of got punished because they're um, something to do with the long-term IR cap space. Um, they're kind of getting punished by having to free up a lot more cap to get some of their key guys back, like Alec Martinez and Mark Stone. 
Uh, my next note is that the Panthers looked pl- primed for the playoffs. Uh, as mentioned, they picked up Ben Chirot. Uh They also won the Claude Giroux sweepstakes, although Ekblad got hurt. So we'll see uh, what they can do. Uh, another news, Marc-Andre Fleury to the Minnesota Wild and Ricard Raquel to the Pens. So both those teams kind of solid teams bolstering the roster looking to make a push uh to make a run in the playoffs but let's get into some picks i don't have any nhl this week ryan doesn't have any nhl but kyle what are you looking at well before i give my pick for this week i just want to say speaking of the playoffs i recently sprinkled a little bit of money on pens plus 1600 to win the playoffs that pickup for raquel i think is going to be a great pickup for them gives them some depth down the center ice and really is going to help their already very strong lineup. ton of guys with experience. Obviously, they've been there before, know how to win. They look like the Pens uh, teams we've seen in, in the past, and I think that number is just way too high. So if you're looking to place a bet on a future, a lot of value in Pittsburgh. Uh, this week, only have one pick. We're going with Preds Moneyline against the Golden Knights. Golden Knights, not only are they dealing with that Dadnov issue, they're barely uh, in a playoff spot right now. I looked today, they have a 43% chance of making the playoffs. They're missing Stone still. They're missing Martinez. I don't know how the Dadnov situation is going to affect uh, the locker room or even who they can put in their lineup. But uh, I'll gladly take Saros and the Preds at minus 110. All right, well, let's jump into some NFL news as there was a couple of crazy trades. Um, so Deshaun Watson has found a new home in Cleveland. Baker Mayfield openly outraged um but they gave up their first round pick over the next four seasons for him so hopefully that works out for browns fans because that is a massive haul tyreek hill was traded to the miami dolphins and signed on a 25 million dollar a year contract over the next three years 75 million over the next three and ryan would have been remiss if i didn't mention that robert woods or as he called him bobby trees is now a member of the Tennessee Titans as they got rid of Julio Jones. Huge pickup. But let's keep rolling with the picks. Let's get into some basketball. Kyle, I haven't looked at the NBA slate, but I see that you have a pick. What is it this week? This week we got one pick. We're tailing Canada's team. We're going with the Raptors. uh, Minus 2.5 against the Cavs tomorrow. The Raps have been really good against teams that are above 500 and for some reason bad against teams that are below 500 coming close to the playoffs the Cavs haven't been nearly as good as they started the season I think this is a great line to get the Raptors at and I'm riding the trend of the Raps being very good against above 500 teams all right well let's jump into some March Madness talk little bracket talk maybe uh All of our teams to win are still in. I have Purdue, Kyle has Kansas, and Ryan has Arizona. So as of right now, after the round of 32, we're all still alive. But I've got a plethora of picks. I'm not going to waste any time. I've got Arkansas. Feel free to uh, skip ahead if you want to hear his 25 (laughs) picks he's about to give out here. (laughs) I've got Arkansas plus 9.5 against Gonzaga, and I also am on the under 155. Houston plus 1.5 against Arizona. Texas Tech minus one against Duke. Michigan plus five against Nova. Under 135 as well in that game. Kansas minus seven against Providence. Also on the under. By the way, the reason for all the unders is because as I looked earlier today at lunch at around noon, 
the public was pretty heavy on those overs. So that's why I'm taking those. It's not a no fun thing. It's just a public fade. Um, I'm also on UCLA minus two and a half and under 141 and a half. Iowa plus two and a half against Miami and Purdue St. Peter's under 135 and a half. All right, well, I don't have that many plays, but uh, I got a few. First play, we're going with Michigan plus five against Nova. A lot of people taking Nova. I initially like Nova in this game, but it seems way too public, and five points is a lot in a Sweet 16 game uh, with a Michigan team that's pretty tough despite them having a tough regular season. My next play, we're riding with Kansas minus seven. They're my team to win the tournament. I have a 14-1 to ticket on them to win. Uh, Providence has been a great story all season, winning games that they shouldn't have, uh, being ranked higher than most analysts think they should be. And I think this is where the wheels fall off the bus and Kansas just hands it to them. My next play is going to be UCLA minus two against UNC. I don't know much about this UN, uh, UCLA team. didn't really watch them much during the season. But uh, UNC is a public dog, or sorry, a public favorite, and that just screams take UCLA. So I love that play. I also have Purdue minus 12 and a half, ugly spread, possibly an ugly game. St. Peter's has been a great story, but I think Purdue is just has too much talent. And with Edie um, playing in the middle for them, I think their size is, and athleticism is just going to be way overpower St. Peter's. And then my final play, Iowa, Wisconsin under 133. These teams can't score. It's going to be a lot of defense being played, and I think it'll be a tight one. Well, unfortunately, here I'm fading Justin on two of my... I uh, know, just on one so far. Uh, actually, on two. But let's start off. Kansas-Providence, over 140. I think Kansas absolutely hands it to Providence. For the over to hit, I think it's just a matter of maybe Providence getting a couple late baskets in the last two minutes. Cover a late over. Sweat it. I'd rather sweat the over than sweat the under. And my second pick, Kansas minus seven. I've just noticed all three of us on it. So take Providence plus seven. It's an automatic take. Third pick, Texas Tech minus one. By the way, all, a lot of these picks are based off my bracket. You know, <laughs> <laughs> might as well go with the gut that I had at the beginning of the tournament. Uh, this one, Miami. Uh, I, I didn't have Miami in my bracket. I just think so far they've been a great story. And after a huge win last round. I think they'll ride it against Iowa. And then my last pick, you'll have to wait because it is my luck of the week. I just want to jump in, Kyle. Uh, Iowa and Wisconsin played last round. I think you want to be on the Iowa-Miami under 133, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, that is correct. I don't know why I put yep. Wisconsin, but uh, yeah, good catch yep. that it was so, the Iowa-Miami. Great catch. So I just, I just wanted to jump in. Um, because I noticed that after you said it, I was like, wait. So I just wanted to jump in and let you know. But let's transition again. Uh, we just gave out all our picks for the NCAA. But we've got some more in the listener pick segment. Kyle, take it away. Well, a rough week last week. They both lost. Uh, Joel had Scotty Barnes over 17.5 points. Didn't get there. And Shane had uh, South Dakota State plus two. Told him I didn't like that pick. I was on Providence, so it lost as well. 0-2, but we got two new listeners, returning listeners, in fact. We got Ryan back and John, who has got the longest listener streak. I think he got to four. He did. Uh, yeah. So we'll see if see if they can get some wins because uh, listener picks, they've been struggling lately. I'm not going to lie. 
Yeah, it's just been one after another. It's like a, a merry-go-round. Yeah, seriously. It's it seems like it's been tough, but hopefully they get some winners this week. We got Ryan I can, riding I can with another good fortune. I like that. We got Ryan riding with Arizona minus one and a half. They're playing Houston. It's gonna be a very tight game. Uh, Canadian, fucking forget his name on Arizona, but he's a from dog. Montreal. I thought you were gonna say his name there, so that wasn't very helpful. <laughs> <laughs> no, because to be fair, I kind of forget, but I can I can look it up for you if you want. Yeah, if you don't mind, he's he was a he's a sick player. What what game was that that I was watching where uh, Arizona and TCU he dropped? Oh, 30. that was a crazy game. He, he's disgusting. I didn't even know that guy was Canadian. I was watching that game. It was yeah. wild. I didn't and find then, out until I was watching TSN afterwards. I feel like his Benedict name like Ma- ben, Mathurin. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you didn't need to say it French, but anyways. <laughs> well, with the name like Benedict, I, I, he's probably French. I don't know. I saw him in an interview. He's not French. You, you don't speak French. I saw him in the interview post game. He did so not did I. Have a... yeah, he had a very deep voice. Yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> he yeah. had a very. I was not deep expecting voice. it either. It was like he was speaking from the bottom of a well. He only spoke three words, but every time he spoke, it's it's like holy shit. It's like yeah. speaking from the soul. It was crazy. But anyways, he's a dog. So good luck uh, to Ryan with Arizona minus one point five. Then we have John, who is taking Miami minus two and a half. Good luck to you both, and as I said, hopefully uh, you guys can figure it out. I'm uh, I'm on the opposite side of both those plays, so selfishly I'm rooting against you guys. But uh, if I got to lose, I'm glad that uh, you guys are going to get some wins. So uh, good luck to you both. And let's get into the $100 bankroll challenge. To recap last week, Kyle went 1-2, and two, lost $5.91, bringing his total to $87.56. And Ryan went 1-2, and two, lost $15.48. Tough week bringing him down to $70.05. And if you missed the last 10 episodes, I'm out. I went 13-28 and 28 overall, and I'm out of money. But Kyle, why don't you give us your picks? In the you you just might that sound so much worse than it actually is. Really? Because 13-28 is pretty terrible. No, I know, but I think you're just like, <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm out of money. <laughs> That's a fact. All right, well, uh-huh. this week I've got two picks. But before I give them, I just want to do a little callback to last episode when Ryan was saying that, you know, I was being scared because he was giving out three picks and they were $10 and $15. And lo and behold, he lost 15 last week. And then this week he only has one play. So it's kind of funny how that works. But anyways, <laughs> I've got two plays this week. Kansas minus seven, minus 110 for $5. All of us are on it, so I'm not liking it nearly as much as when I first added it. But as I said, I think they might uh, give a thrashing to Providence. And then I have UCLA minus two uh, for $10. I really like that play. As I said, it's a uh, Publix all over UNC as the as the uh, dogs. So I love that play. Well, Kyle's calling me out here for only having one play. But my one play is the same value as both his plays combined together. So technically... Just taking a shot for nothing, but I need a win here. If I want to make any ground on Kyle, it's now or never. I think we both have 22 wins. I just have a couple more losses. So this place $15, but you have to wait in a couple minutes because it's my lock of the week. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna tease you guys. Wow, you teasing me? You nutty, nutty. I'm nutty, nutty. All right, well. Without further ado, let's get into this week's lock of the week. To recap last week, Kyle and I both won, Ryan lost. 
I'm 11-6-1 overall in the Malak of the Weeks. Ryan is 7-11-1, and Kyle is 12-7. And, and I got to give Kyle a little bit of gas. He's won five in a row. Let's see if he can make it six. Not to pump my own tires, but I won five in a row. So if he break, if he beat, if he, oh, if he wins oh. this week, he breaks the record and holds the longest streak in podcast history for the Lock of the Week segment. So kudos to you, Kyle. Good luck. But for my pick this week, I'm riding with Purdue minus twelve and a half against St. Peter's for all the reasons that Kyle said. They've got size in Williams and Edie and Jaden Ivey is a monster. I don't think St. Peter's can compete. Now, I'm also extremely biased because Purdue is my national champion, so I'm kind of just riding with them. But they can shoot the three ball, they can defend or they can play inside, and I don't think that St. Peter's is going to have the firepower to match them. So give me Purdue minus 12 and a half. We're going for six straight here. I've been red hot trying to keep it going. We're staying in college basketball this week. And I'm betting on what will probably be the game of the weekend if it's not Arizona-Houston. I'm taking Texas Tech money line against Duke. I hate Duke. I hate Coach K. I hate everything they stand for. Texas Tech plays great defense. They can make shots. I think this game is going to be lower scoring, and that's going to favor Texas. Oh, my God. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) You're pulling pulling Justin here. Figure out the words. He he almost pulled a boost on when he introed uh, the lock of the week, and it's all in my head now. Texas True, Tech. He, he did fumble it at first. Texas Tech. Fumble fucker. That's, that's, that's the name, Texas Tech. Texas Tech. Um, they play great defense. It's going to be a close game, I think. It's going to favor them. And uh, fuck Coach K. Let's make it six in a row. You think uh, Coach K's uh, final dance is over against Texas Tech? I'm hoping so. He, although he is, if he wins that game, it's his 100th win in the tournament. So even more Ooh. reason to... To make him hurt. That's true. To be fair, I hope so too because I have Texas Tech in, in my final four for the bracket. <laughs> I also well, have I, Texas Tech in my final four. So yeah, exactly. If we need to, if we have any chance of winning that, we need Texas Tech to win this. So I'm right. And then I'm they right win, this. and then they'll beat Purdue and knock Justin out. So that'd be ideal. Oh. And then Texas Tech Arizona in the final. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh yeah, you have Kansas, don't you? Yes, sir. Oh, that's just tough. Because my lock of the week is, in fact, backing the Montreal native, Benedict Mathurin, Arizona minus one and a half. I just think, well, again, following my bracket here, trusting the gut from the beginning. I think the Canadian can carry them again. He was hot in the last two minutes of that game last week against TCU. Clutch three, carried them in overtime. Crazy poster at the beginning. I think the kid lives for the spotlight. I think he can carry them all the way to the final. Give me Arizona minus one and a half, and we are snapping this losing streak in the lock of the week. You know, this, it, it might just work out because I've always been backing train on the water, boat on the track, but for once, you, you're not going to have to add it in because I'm staying in America. <laughs> maybe oh, maybe you got to find you maybe got to find an American version, just mm-hmm. like like. Duck Dynasty, maybe. Like, get out of the left lane, maybe? <laughs> oh, yes. Get out of the left lane. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us today. Thank you all for listening. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at OverborderPod. See you guys next time. Life's a gamble. Someone up at the house on it.